0: Are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of Christ? Are you ready for Kingdom conversations with Kingdom people? Welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Caleb McCall, and I will be guiding you through the Word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hello and welcome in to today's episode Man, am I excited to be back here in the office and just recording something fresh, recording something new. I've been sharing some sermons with you lately that I felt the Lord has uh, released me uh, to share with you guys on the show, Um, but back in today um, with some fresh content coming your way um, on today's episode, and I am just uh, extremely excited about what the Lord has laid on my heart for today today. Um you know today is episode 43. Hard to believe we're 43 episodes in on the Recovery to Recovered podcast now and uh God has been using this. I, I can't tell you the uh messages, emails, different things that people are sending in saying that the podcast is blessing them. So I want to thank you personally for joining on today or whatever episode it might be that you're listening to and catching up with today and um today episode 43 and uh i have entitled this episode it still takes the holy ghost come on somebody i have been on a holy ghost tear lately i'm telling you i'm telling you it's just been incredible what the lord has been revealing to me what holy spirit has been showing to me um and man you know on the on the recovery to recover podcast we talk a lot about recovery um, we talk about the church. I preach. I teach on here. But, you know, we talk a lot about recovery and things in, in the recovery community. I bring on other directors uh, such as myself, um, you know, who are doing the same thing that I'm doing. Other directors, executive directors, founders of other faith-based recovery ministries. I'm bringing in the fivefold ministry when it comes to pastors, prophets, teachers, evangelists, all of that, apostles, bringing them in. By the way, I have uh scheduled an apostle to come on the show here in a couple of weeks. I do not want to give too much information out, but my goodness wait oh man, when this brother comes through, uh you gotta download the episode and you have got to listen to this brother and you have got to take notes. Uh he is an apostle. I do not say that about many individuals, but this brother is an apostle. Um he has uh tutored me from afar. Uh, For a long time without even knowing it and we just got connected recently. So I'm super excited to have him on in a couple of weeks. But like I was saying, we are we bring on the five-fold ministry and we talk about recovery and what the Lord has downloaded with me for today and what I've been studying um, for today's episode, I mean this. This, I'm. I'm not kidding. I'm not being dramatic. This might be the most important episode on the Recovery to Recovered podcast when it comes to talking about recovery specifically, drug addiction, um, alcohol addiction, and what we are going to be covering today. This might be the most important uh, episode of the day or episode on on my show at least up to date. Um, and because you know, I entitled this episode it still takes the Holy Ghost. And the reason why I entitled it that it still takes the Holy Ghost is because that is exactly it. It still takes the Holy Ghost. And I'll explain that in one short sentence. And it's this, the reason why addiction being broken off of an individual's life from a drug or alcohol standpoint, it is a spiritual issue. Boom, mic drop. There you go. I could stop the episode right now and things would you you would have revelation that you could live off of it's a spiritual problem so it takes a spiritual answer and of course we know the greatest gift and the greatest spiritual answer of all time is the holy spirit jesus is seated at the right hand of the father on his throne father yahweh is on his throne And guess what? Holy Spirit is the one part of the Godhead who is in you. He is available. He is here functioning and moving in the earth. I know that is messing with some of y'all's theology out there. But I just came to tell you, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. He's interceding for you. He is praying for you. But Jesus is not fixing to come off his throne and take the wheel as the old Shania Twain song says or whoever it was that (laughs) that sung that song, wrote that song, whatever, you know, Jesus take the will. Look, Jesus ain't coming to take the will. Now, if she would have said, Holy Ghost, come take the will. You know, I could get that. I could understand that because the Holy Spirit is the one who better be controlling the will in your life. He is the GPS to your destination, your predetermined plan. Your predestined plan that God has for your life, by the way, predestination, that's what it is. It is a plan to get you to a destination. Now it's up to you whether you get to the destination that God has intended for your life. My goodness, that right there, a preach, but I- I'm talking about something else today. But, you know. Addiction is a spiritual issue. Therefore, it deserves and must have a spiritual answer. And so you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Caleb, that sounds really good. Sounds really spiritual. You know, you're being real spiritual. You you have tied addiction into a spiritual problem. Now, when I really you might be thinking, you know, I believe it's it's caused by bad decisions. It's it's uh, sin and um, it's in its greatest form and, and all of those things. Um, are are true but i want to show you that it's a spiritual issue and we can always do that by going back to the word come on somebody preachers need to get back to preaching the word when it comes to our counsel sessions let's stop worrying about what degree we got on the wall because if you got a a a spiritual understanding of the word of god maybe your degree needs to come from the word before we start worrying about uh, uh counseling from a psychological level okay I don't even want to get started on that, but let's just go to the word Galatians chapter five. We'll start in verse 16. And then my my main scripture that I want to talk to you about is from verse 20 today. Um, We're going to read a little bit uh, above verse 20 to get some context. And this is Paul writing to the Galatian church here. And he says, but I say to you, walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the desire of the flesh is against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Hello, they're at war, right? For though these are in opposition to one another in order to keep you from doing whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are sexual immorality, impurity, indecent behavior. Verse 20 right here. Pay attention. Idolatry witchcraft which is the word pharmakeia Host, hostility strife jealousy outburst of anger selfish ambition dissensions factions envy up oh, drunkenness now we've got drug use and and alcoholism all in the same deal carousing and things like these of which i have forewarned you just as i have forewarned you That those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. My goodness, that is a heavy statement. Because you can say that you believe in Jesus all day that you want to. But if you operate in these type of behaviors, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. Witchcraft, verse 20. The word is pharmakeia. And verse 21 drunkenness is used so here we have the greek word pharmakeia that is where we get our word pharmacy from that is where we get our word drug from and we all know what drunkenness means and paul is saying here that the drunkard and the drug addict do not inherit the kingdom of heaven My goodness, I know that is some heavy, heavy stuff, some heavy, heavy stuff. But I want to tie that into what it is that I'm talking about today with the word pharmakia. And it's not only it's not only used in Galatians five. The word pharmakia is also used in Revelation nine twenty one, where Jesus says, furthermore, They did not repent of their murder and their sorcery, pharmakeia, sexual immorality, and theft. By the way, Jesus there is talking about people who will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And also in Revelation 18, 23, it talks about that. But I want to talk to you a little bit about that word pharmacy, uh, pharmakeia. It's where we get our word pharmacies. You're thinking right now pharmacy pharmaceuticals right and that is drugs and according to the word of God now I'm not talking about drugs that are medicinal actually the word pharmakeia was used in the Greek culture for medicinal um, purposes so there were good purposes but also more sinister purposes in the New Testament and and Paul is also talking here about Drug use that was associated with the occult there in Galatia and also in Revelation. Uh, Jesus, they're speaking, is talking about drug use and the occult, and that is why it is rendered as the word witchcraft and sorcery. It takes you drugs, alcohol, it takes you out of your sober mind that's why peter says we need to be sober and vigilant in the last days because and then he makes the famous statement we 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 have people say this all the time you know that our enemy goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour why does he make that statement after he tells you to be sober and vigilant he makes that statement right after that about satan being a roaring lion because those who are not sober those who are not vigilant are easy prey for the enemy. And when you're easy prey for the enemy, you begin to operate in those fleshly behaviors, which are sexual immorality, impurity, indecent behavior, idolatry, witchcraft, drug use, pharmakeia, hostility, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambitions, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness. There it is again. Carousing and other things like this, of which Paul forewarned the Galatian church. That people who operate in those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now tying this back into recovery and addiction ministry and all of that stuff. What this is saying here is that if we it's a spiritual issue and folks who are operating in drug addiction are operating under witchcraft and they will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is the word folks that is the word that is it's just it's just so heavy this is this is so heavy and it breaks my heart um and and I'm sure I'll get an email and a lot of people will be mad at me on this and and it breaks my heart because of so many people that have passed away in their addiction i'm not saying and condemning those people to hell i'm just saying witchcraft was was being operated in As they were passing and unless they called upon the name of the Lord for forgiveness in that moment, which is possible. I'm not saying that's not possible, but I'm saying it needed it needed to happen. It needed to happen. That's so such a scary thing. But here it is. It still takes the Holy Ghost. Come on, I've got an answer, folks. It still takes the holy ghost addiction is a spiritual issue there in stands the problem that it, it it takes a spiritual answer for this it takes a spiritual answer for this you know I, I am so devastated by certain faith-based programs that have removed holy ghost from the equation in our discipleship process in our faith-based recovery process, somehow we think that we have gotten so smart and we have studied addiction and we've studied the brain so much That we have answers to reverse addiction without the answer of the Holy Ghost. And I'm here to correct the body of Christ today on it. I came to tell you it still takes the Holy Ghost. It still takes the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It still takes having an encounter with the Holy Spirit of God to reverse and break the curse back of addiction, and sorcery, and witchcraft, and idolatry, oh my goodness, let me talk about that for just a second, because that's what it, that's where this thing goes to, the whole deal of sorcery, and witchcraft, and idolatry, it was used in pagan rituals, let's just look back, look back on American culture, American culture with our Native American uh, brothers and sisters here from America, they would use peyote. They would use roots and, and plants and all of these things. Even the book of Enoch talks about this. I'm not saying the book of Enoch is divinely inspired. I believe it to be a historical book. Even Jewish, uh, uh, Christians, they accepted the Jews believed in the book, believe in the book of Enoch, um, as it being authentic. Um, it's mentioned in our Bible. Enoch is mentioned in our Bible he was took up uh, into heaven. Um, but it talks about the fallen angels that took women as their wives in Genesis 6 that they are the ones that actually introduced us to these things. Why do you think God makes it such an it is such an adamant part of the law to not get mixed up in sorcery and rich witchcraft of the pagan countries around them? They would use drugs in their ceremonies. They would use drugs and, and pharmakeia, sorcery, and witchcraft, and chemicals, and plants, and potions, and powders in their services. Especially in the Galatian church. I just did some research on this. In the Galatian, not in the Galatian church, but in the Galatian area, when they would perform abortions... They would be using all sorts of drugs to get the woman to be able to cope with what was fixing to happen to her and her child. This thing is important. And how have we in the church and in faith-based recovery communities missed this? And I'll say this. the, The forefathers didn't. I'm going to tell you right now, David Wilkerson, Don Wilkerson, they did not forget this. They came into the situation knowing that it was going to take the Holy Ghost. They came into the situation in Brooklyn and in New York and moving them out to Rearsburg, Pennsylvania, where I'm a graduate of. They knew that it was going to take the Holy Spirit of God to remove the individual From the addiction and from the lifestyle and from the sorcery and from the witchcraft, these brothers knew that it was going to take that and somehow in faith-based recovery circles, we have missed it. And said, "Oh, we've done this research. We've read a couple of books. We've listened to a couple of doctors, and we have figured out now that it's not. It doesn't take all that Holy Ghost stuff. It doesn't take all that spiritual spooky stuff to deliver the addict. And that's why success rate numbers have plummeted in big name ministries that have tried to remove the Holy Ghost." And make Him optional. And put Him on the shelf at the program. We don't pursue the baptism of the Holy Spirit anymore. We don't pursue or teach on the Holy Ghost anymore. We don't put our services... We don't put our students in services where Holy Spirit is moving anymore. We just want to rehabilitate them and send them out. I'm not interested in rehabilitating anybody. I want to see people set free and people are only set free by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Spiritual issue. It needs a spiritual answer. Pharmakaia sorcery witchcraft is what drug addiction is according to our bible we have tried to complicate this thing we have tried to medicalize it we have turned it into diseases and all those things and y'all have heard my, my my opinion on that i believe that over a period of time That it definitely affects the body. It it can become disease-like where it is affecting the body. I get all those things. But I'm telling you right now, that's the surface issue. Let's get to the deep-rooted issue, which it is a spiritual problem. It's sorcery. It's witchcraft. You're out of your normal state of mind. And you open a portal. Let's just talk about that for just a second. You open a portal to the enemy whenever you were doing drugs. Let me tell you something right now. When I was doing drugs, even when I would not be high on drugs like methamphetamines or hallucinogenic drugs, I was tortured by the demonic realm at night in my bed. I would be touched by things. I would see demonic things. I would be tormented and tortured by them and a grown man not even being able to sleep at night and dealing with insomnia, not high, simply because I was a playground for the enemy because I was operating in sorcery and witchcraft. What is so frustrating to me is that you see folks that are trying to bind the devil and, and cast out devils and when it comes to addiction and, and I'm talking about individuals who who have enough sense to know that, that Jesus is the answer and they're in the middle of their addiction and they'll be trying to, to cast out devils and do this you can't bind the devil on Friday night uh, or on Sunday morning and sleep with him on Friday night that's not how this thing works you've opened the door through sorcery sorcery and witchcraft for the enemy to have an open play day in your life he got a play date schedule with you Whenever you are operating in a drug addiction because you are operating in sorcery and witchcraft and you have opened the door for the enemy to have full reign on your life. I mean, you know, you, you can try to use the name of Jesus all you want. But when, when you have given the devil and the enemy permission through your lifestyle to do whatever it is that he wants to do. You open this gateway. You open this portal to him. But then you want to try to slap Jesus name on it. And then wonder why you ain't getting delivered. And then blame God for all your problems and all your issues. Like we we got to do better than this church. And so I'm, I'm saying all these things to say this. It still takes the Holy Ghost. It still takes the Holy Ghost to deliver the drug addict let's stop trying to be clever let's stop trying to come up with more programs programs are good i run a program we need structure well the program is about discipleship here's 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 the thing here's the thing you gotta be discipled after you get delivered but if you never get delivered of the addiction and the demonic oppression that's on your life discipleship does you no good you've just read a couple of books hon get what I'm saying <laughs> if you ain't delivered from the demonic oppression by the power of the Holy Ghost and you go through a discipleship program all you've done is gain some head knowledge and you've learned and you'll go right back out there to doing what you are supposed to what you was doing before here's the thing too about Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is the deposit upon our salvation that we are waiting for. By the way, salvation doesn't you don't get salvation till Jesus comes back. By the way, <laughs> that's a whole nother topic for another day, but salvation, Holy Spirit is the deposit upon your salvation. Why does the Bible make a statement like that? Because it's Holy Spirit that sanctifies you. It's Holy Spirit that keeps you from operating in the flesh. Y'all remember what we just read, right? I mean, the the if you walk in the spirit. Galatians 5, 16, if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another in order to keep you from doing whatever you want. So the spirit, Holy Spirit, your deposit upon your salvation is what keeps you from operating in these types of behavior. Oh, there it is. I hope you all caught it. The Holy Spirit is the one that keeps you From the witchcraft. The Holy Spirit is the one that can pull you out of the drunkenness and the alcoholism. And then we'll add all these other things too. Great, right? The Holy Ghost is what will keep you from sexual immorality. The Holy Ghost is what will keep you from impurity. The Holy Ghost is what. What will keep you from indecent behavior and adultery and hostilities and strife and jealousy and outbursts of anger and selfish ambitions and dissensions and factions and envy and carousing of all of which Paul forewarns us and says that we will not inherit the kingdom of God if we operate in those type of behaviors as a way of living. So let me clarify that real too real quick too as we wrap this up because I'm not saying that you can't make a one of these as a mistake. but what Paul is saying here too is that these as a way of life, right? When you make addiction and sorcery and witchcraft as a way of life, you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. This isn't saying that if you've dealt with addiction, um, so, or so dealt with sorcery or witchcraft, that you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is saying if you're living in it, if if this is your way of life, if your way of life, let's 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 move on from the uh, uh, addiction aspect of it with the drunkenness and the witchcraft, sorcery, which is pharmakeia, which is drug use. L- let's move on from that, like sexual immorality. I'm not saying that if you have been sexually immoral at one time in your life, or if you made a mistake, even as a Christian, that you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. What I'm saying is that when you make this a way of living, when you make this a way of your life, then you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven is what Paul is saying. That's what Paul is saying. Spiritual issues need a spiritual answer. His name is is Holy Ghost. It still takes the Holy Ghost to deliver the individual dealing with drug addiction and alcohol addiction and all sorts of debauchery and evil doing. Amen? Like I said, I feel like this might be one of the most important episodes on the Recovery to Recover podcast because if you're looking for the answer, there it is. You know we're we're always looking to the the, the answer or to the qu- answer to the question, why are individuals dealing with addiction? Why does my kid do this? Why does my son do this? Why does my daughter do this? Why do do these people in my family keep making these mistakes time and time again? Why do they keep going back to addiction? Why do they keep going back to drugs? Why do they keep doing this? Why do they keep doing that? And the answer is this. Drug addiction, alcoholism is sorcery and witchcraft, according to your Bible. And sorcery and witchcraft are very powerful things because they are spiritual things. And so the answer to those spiritual issues and problems is a spiritual answer. His name is Holy Spirit and he is good enough and he is strong enough to deliver the addict from addiction through a simple surrender Going through discipleship and staying in tune with holy ghost i'm a I'm a firm believer it it takes it takes the baptism of the Holy Ghost to overcome addiction and never turn back i mean I've seen it happen so many times i mean it takes the the baptism of the Holy Ghost, oh my gosh, to be filled with him and submerged i mean filled with him and surrounded by him you know I'm doing a teaching on this next week with our church on Pentecost Sunday talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost is is it's more than just being filled. Think of the word baptismo in the Greek. It means fully submerged. If I were to take a cup that's filled with water already, and then I submerge it in a bucket that has water, that cup's going to stay filled with water. But it is also now surrounded by water because it has been submerged, baptized. Oh, that's some good stuff. I might talk about that next week. Uh, But I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you learned something today from this. You know, addiction is a spiritual issue which in return, it it needs a spiritual answer. That spiritual answer is the Holy Ghost, the precious Holy Spirit, the greatest gift of all time. Jesus said, don't leave Jerusalem. Wait, you need the power. Don't go anywhere without the power. Don't try to do this without the power. Wait for it. I'm sending you a helper. I'm sending the help. And oh, do I know where my help comes from. We love you guys. Can't wait for you to tune in next week. Please download, like, and subscribe to the show. We love you guys. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Recovery to Recover podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit com or MiriamHouse.com to become a monthly partner or for more info about our ministry and what we are accomplishing for the kingdom of God. You can also follow me on Facebook at Caleb McCall or on Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mac. See you next week.